For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to another episode of the Happy Hour Betting Show. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we're going to continue our series of taking a look at the over and under of each team in a specific division, letting you know how many wins we think they're at and whether or not we're going to bet that specific over and under or we're going to pass. Uh, this week, we're going to focus in on the AFC North. Um, I wanted to let everybody know, yes, I am still podcasting with Clarkson after his absurd, outrageous conversation regarding the Chicago Bears. I'm hoping that maybe, just maybe, he's learned his lesson in the week since we recorded, but I doubt it because I don't know what the hell he's thinking about. So please understand that we're hoping to have a different Clarkson. How are you today on this episode? I'm doing all right, you know, just uh, spit out some more takes. That may piss Ricky off, so. Well, see, well, the good thing about this is, is there's only really one take in this division where I think you might be able to piss me off, and I don't think it's going to be the take that people listening at home think that it's going to be, which is fine. Um, but um, this division is very interesting. Last year, we had um, quite the year. Um, I think it was the Ravens. I think they started off like 7-0, and 6-0. They were on a hot streak, and then COVID hit the entire team, and then Lamar got hurt, and then they ended up finishing last place. Um, you had the Cincinnati Bengals who finished 10 and seven, ultimately ending up going to the Super Bowl. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers backed into the playoffs um, because of some stupidity coaching over by the uh, Chargers. They finished nine, seven and one. Um, you had the Cleveland Browns at eight and nine. And then, of course, the Ravens, as I mentioned, as eight and nine. Uh, the one crazy thing, for, one thing that I found interesting of note last year was Baltimore finished one and five in the division last year. And they ended the season on a six game losing streak. Um, but uh, we'll talk about that in just a minute. Um, like I said, as we top the show, um, we're going to talk about a specific team, what their over and under win total is. Um, and then we're going to talk about where we stand on that specific total. Um, we go in order of how the teams finished in the divisions last year. We'll kick it off with the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm, you know what, I'm going to start this one off just because I have strong feelings about this team. Um, I do think people forget that last year, this Bengals team really kind of got lucky. Um, I, I don't think this team was nearly as good as they ended up in the season, right? You know what I mean? They got really lucky when it came to the playoffs. I think that they kind of lucked in not playing Buffalo. I think that was a, a team that really could have beat this team. And um, they kind of gave it to, you know, Kansas City, even though Kansas City almost came back and beat them. Um, there's so many different variables in play. They got the Raiders in week one of the, uh, of the playoffs. But if you look at this team last year, they had a, quite a few one score games on both sides of the field. You know what I mean? I think that was it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one score games last year. You know what I mean? And that's a lot. And, and I think they went five and three in those games. So if you flip flop that, 
you know, you're talking about an eight and nine team. You know what I mean? I don't, and this team got better, I think, this offseason. But a, a thing about it is, is when you finish in first place, you know what happens. You fit, you get that first place schedule. And to me, that's where I think that this team might struggle because there's a, a, a stretch of games at the end of the season where this team could struggle mightily. Their back half of their schedule ends like this. Pittsburgh, at Pittsburgh, at Tennessee, Kansas City, Cleveland, at Tampa Bay, at New England, Buffalo, and Baltimore. That's their last eight games of the season, okay? That is absurd, you know what I mean? And that's not even factoring. Their first half of their schedule is kind of easy. I, I would say it's kind of – now that nothing, nothing in these divisions easy, really, though, because these teams are a dogfight. I don't really care who's starting at Pittsburgh. These, these division games are going to be a dogfight. Um, but with that being said, Cincinnati's over under right now is sitting at uh, nine. Very intriguing number. When I ran my predictor, I had Cincinnati win nine, nine, 10, 10, and then seven on the last one. I could see a scenario where Pittsburgh um, is going to be a little bit better than people think, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. But for me, I have them finishing nine and eight. And with their over under being set at the at that nine, the nine, it is nine. No, it's 10. Sorry, I'm wrong. The number's at 10. I don't see a way in hell that I feel confident in the Bengals winning 12 football games this year. So with that being said, I am not betting. I'm going to bet the, I'm betting the under on this. I, I feel pretty good about this under. Um, I It's not within my normal two that I like to be in, but this team's a nine win team peak. And I think that might surprise people, but I just don't pe think people realize how this team was not as good as they ended up being in the into the playoffs, into the Super Bowl. But Chris, what about you? No, I think I think you're right. Um, I think they got hot at the right time. Obviously, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are a hell of a hell of a combo there. Um, and like you said, they're the first half of their schedule up until their their Week Ten bye. <clears throat> you could. You could see them going, you know, six and three, seven and two, that kind of thing. They're leading the division. And then like the Ravens last year, after they come out of their by their schedule, it's just brutal. And, you know, you're, you're banking on them, you know, winning, you know, over half of their first nine games and, you know, a couple things go wrong here or there and they lose a couple one score games and, and you're, you're sweating hard that 10 wins where, where you're bank, you're, praying that they beat Buffalo and they beat Kansas city and they beat Tennessee and Pittsburgh and all those other, and all those other teams in the back half of their schedule. And, and I, I'm not touching this 10 wins is a lot. Uh, I had them anywhere from seven to 11 wins on when I was running it. So right there, that 10 win mark, um, if I were to bet, I'd join you in the under, but, uh, like I said, I'm not touching this one. Uh, you can have your under on that. And I don't blame you. It, I went back and forth on, on whether or not I felt like this was something that I wanted to bet just based on the simple fact that I'm like, all right, this is, but I, I feel pretty confident that this team's not going to be as good as people. And I could be wrong. I could be hundred percent wrong. It wouldn't be the first time um, and probably won't be the last time, but um, I won't be wrong about the bears, but, um, but <laughs> I'm not going to let you let that one down maybe forever. But um <laughs> 
but I don't know. I just look at their schedule and that back half of the schedule. You're right. Like they have to really outproduce that back half of that schedule in order for them to get to 10 wins. And I just can't see them happening. And this is a little bit closer than I'd like to be. If I'm going to bet it, I'm not betting it. I'm not smashing it like I did some of the other stuff, but um, talking about the second place team in this division, which was the Pittsburgh Steelers last year, who, like I said, snuck into the playoffs. Um, we're talking about a team that has moved on from Ben Roethlisberger, um, which we could say what we want about the guy. Um, he's a piece of shit. But um, we can say what we want about the guy. They did somehow manage to win nine football games last year. Still don't know how that happened. And they did sneak into the playoff only to get humiliated. But um, we're talking about a team in a transition. You know what I mean? We're talking about a team that is going from, you know, a steady quarterback for a lot of years to kind of that mix match where they couldn't find a quarterback right now. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky is lined up as QB one ish, but I also see reports that Mason Rudolph is still around and kicking, which if I knew I was getting 17 games from Mason Rudolph and they're over under seven, I would, I would take, I would bet the mortgage on them to finish under. Um, I don't know what Mike Tomlin and that crew's obsession with Mason Rudolph is, but I wish somebody would tell him how bad they, that, how bad he is. Um, I, I wanted, I want to see Mitchell Trubisky. I want to see Trubisky succeed in Pittsburgh just because I like that little redemption story. I like what, um, you know, he did. I think he got the wrong end of the shaft in, in Chicago. Um, he didn't play, he didn't always play terrible. I don't think he's, He's like a poor man's Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? He's got a little more agil uh, agility to him than Kirk Cousins does. I don't appreciate always getting the Kirk Cousins slander because Kirk Cousins is very much a starter in the NFL. He should be a starter in the NFL. But that doesn't just because you're a starter does not always mean translate to you are going to be a Super Bowl winning or even a playoff winning quarterback. You know what I mean? I don't think you can name maybe 16 better quarterbacks in the league than Kirk Cousins doesn't mean that I would take him number one overall with my pick as a court. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy to think about. He's like one of those quarterbacks. He's like one of those guys that consistently does it despite what anybody says, but then also consistently does exactly what everybody thinks he's going to do. But um, Trubisky, I think got the short straw. Um, when I ran my <laughs> predictor, this team I was all over the place on. At one point I had him at nine, one point I had him at 10, one point I'm at eight, nine, and then six was the most random recent one that I ran. So it's about an average of the aggregate of about 8.4, which is, I'm not sure I have a feel about that because their schedule's not easy. I mean, out of conference schedule, um, you're looking at games against Tampa Bay. Um, you're looking at games against the entire AFC East. And then of course the NFC East, um, which, um, no, it's not the NFC. Is it the NFC East? No, I'm looking at the Pittsburgh. They play. Yeah, they got the NFC East. I don't see a game against Dallas, though, so that's weird. They're playing the North. No. Hang on. They've got games against AFC South or the NFC South and the Eagles. Eagles, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's the so it's yeah, so it's the NFC South, right? Yeah, so they're not playing the East, they're playing the South. So yeah, the South, the South. That's the thing. Like, if you look at that, the South is not very good. We we dissect on this podcast how terrible the South is, and then like I mean, games against Carolina, Atlanta, and and uh, New, Orleans. New Orleans. Like that's not that's not terrible. I mean, 
you split the division, you split your division, you go three and three, maybe in your division, you 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 split those games, we're at five wins already. We haven't even talked about anything else yet. You know what I'm saying? But you know, and then you throw in the east, you get the Jets. I mean, I don't know if they beat any of the other three teams in the East because we'll talk about them next week, but I think it's a strong division. But um, seven, it's an interesting number. Another thing to know about the Steelers is they've never finished under 500 in the entire time of Mike Tomlin being head coach. Which is a that wild part. stat. It's it's insane to think about. And um, that seven win total, which means they would have to finish nine and eight. You can't finish eight and eight because there's one year they did finish eight and eight, which, I mean, I really feel like – breaks that trend of oh they've never finished below 500 i'm like well they finished 500 it's the same thing <laughs> but uh seven i i i don't i'm not i'm not betting this at all but um i think i would i will bet this one i think i'd take the over on it um like you said mike tomlin for all save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, you know... Everyone's saying that they're, you know, the continuity with Ben Roethlisberger not being there is gone and all that stuff. Well, Ben Roethlisberger has been a was a bad quarterback for the past, for the last like two two and a half seasons of his career, and Mike Tomlin still figured out a way to win more than seven games. Uh, I think you were right with Mitchell Trubisky. Um, I think he got blamed for a lot of things that weren't his fault in Chicago, um, mainly being the coaching staff that he was playing for. Um, and the GM that put the team around him together. Um, I think he's going to be a serviceable starter and then he'll hand the reins. I think he'll be the starter for the whole year and they'll hand the reins over to Kenny Pickett next year. But uh, I feel pretty comfortable betting the over seven wins on this team. Um, the last time I ran the predictor finished 10 and seven um, with the, like you said, there are a few toss ups, but, you split your division and you beat the three bad teams from the NFC South and you're feeling pretty comfortable, confident that they're going to, they're going to hit that eight win mark for, for the over. I don't hate it at all. I mean, I put a note in here. I said, I said, not betting it, but don't hate betting the over because of my Tomlin. Like, I mean, it's, it's weird because of just, um, it's just weird. Uh, the next team we're going to talk about is the Cleveland Browns, which um, as of right now, they're off most books um, um, because of the situation with Deshaun Watson. Um, they are, uh, you know, the suspension situation came out. He only got six games. Um, so they were, everybody was like, oh, that's a good number. Now, the last number I did see whenever they did um, put a number up after the suspension was announced was nine and a half. Um, but I, uh, I'm not giving, I'm not really, I don't really care. I don't really care about this team. I'm not betting anything. I'm not predicting anything right now. Um, because I don't know, you know what I mean? The uncertainty around the team is too confusing. Um, prior to, I mean, let's see here. I'm trying to remember what it was still nine and a half. It's been nine and a half pretty much all all season. I think that number is predictive of Deshaun watching playing football games, but now that the number's off the books, and I 
don't know how to predict this team yet because you don't know what quarterback's going to be there. Jacoby Brissett, if he's at the quarterback position and that number stays at nine and a half, there's no way that number stays at nine and a half. No, there's no way. If if Jacoby Brissett's starting 16 games, I mean, that number probably comes Top down to about seven games. and a half. Yeah, yeah it, drops, it drops to six and a half, seven and a half, which even then I'm still staying away from. But I don't really have much to say about the team. I don't have much to say about their situation. And maybe we'll have some clarity before the season starts. Who knows right now? But, uh, yeah, that's all I've got on the Browns. No, I agree with you. It's too convoluted to predict right now. Um, you know, if, if Deshaun Watson ends up playing – 11 games I mean you I would I would say the the under nine and a half would be in play but you know like you said I can't do anything confident on that at all so I'm just going to stay away from them right now yeah because when I first looked at it I mean when the first six games was announced um and let me prefix this by saying this is nothing to do with how either of us feel about the situation um both of us Six games would be a slap in the face to all those women. I mean, that's just point blank. Um, but we're Absolutely. talking about pure football, pure football analytics here. Six games, the first six games of the season for Cleveland is Carolina, Jets, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Chargers, Patriots. Um, Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, you can easily see them go three and three there, right? You know what I mean? If six games were in play. So then, you know, you have the back half of the stretch, which this team does have a very, very, very difficult stretch on the back half here. You know what I mean? Um, they have at Miami, at Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Houston, Cincinnati, Baltimore, New Orleans, Washington, Pittsburgh. They do have some hard games in there. But um, moving on to the Baltimore. One, oh, go ahead. one thing before we go, the, before we move on from the Browns, the only thing I'm confident in is Baker Mayfield's revenge game week one. Carolina Panthers. Mm. Yeah, that might be the Panthers' only might be the Panthers' only win of the season. <laughs> Damn it, they're going to win. The Baker Mayfield's going to ball out that week. He's going to look like Joe Montana. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, that's already going to be like everybody that's listening to this. It's going to be on picks. Like it's going to be Clarkson, <laughs> one of Clarkson's picks of the NFL week is going to be. Yeah, uh, is going to be the over under or not the over the uh, win total of the Panthers versus the Browns uh, moving on to the last place team, the Baltimore Ravens, uh, you know, Clarkson, I'm going to let you have the floor on this one because I've got some interesting things to say about this team. Um, what did they have the over under at on here? Oh, they're it's over not, under. For the Ravens nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah. Uh, I think they blow past that. Um, I'm going to take the over. Um, I am absolutely I'm sick of the, the narrative that coaches around the NFL have about Lamar Jackson. Um, he is an unbelievable quarterback. They, everybody's talking about how he can't win games late. He's, you know, all these other things that they're trying to bring up, just, you know, the same narrative that they had around him when he was going into the into the draft, coming off a of Heisman. And he's proven that he is an NFL winning quarterback. And I think the Ravens team is is a lot better than than that eight and nine record that they had last year. Um, the last time I ran this predictor, I had them at thirteen wins. Um, I think they win this division pretty handedly. Um, I think I think they won it by three games. Yeah, I had the Bengals at ten and seven. Yeah, the Ravens I think win this division pretty easily, and uh, I'm going to take the over on the, the nine and a half. 
You know what? I am so happy right now that we are on the same page with this one because <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens are my favorite team um, to talk about right now. I ran the predictor five times. I had them at 13 wins, 14 wins, 13 wins, 14 wins, 14 wins. I think this team is 1,000% in play for the number one seed. Um, I, I still think that wide receiver situation is a little bit of a, a situation that we need to keep an eye on. But for me personally, uh, I agree with you. I think Lamar Jackson's still one of the best quarterbacks in football. And I think that he's going to make the rate every day. The Ravens don't pay him. He's going to make them pay for it. They, they, yep. you would think they learned their lesson with the Joe Flacco situation because Joe Flacco, they didn't pay him before the season. And then Joe Flacco went and won a Super Bowl. And then they ended up having to overpay Joe Flacco and paid for it for years because Flacco was never going back to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like they, right. they had the opportunity I don't, I'm not, I'm not predicting about Baltimore to go to the Super Bowl, but I do think that they're going to win a playoff game this year. Um, I, I highlighted these games that I think that they can win right out there. Like these are the games that I think they win. Right. And that's not even looking at the rest of their schedule yet. Jets, Miami, Cincinnati. Well, I think they split with Cincinnati even. So, okay. So that's three giants, Cleveland, New Orleans, Carolina, Jacksonville, Cleveland, Atlanta, Pittsburgh. That's 11 wins. That's, that's 11 soft wins without the rest of their schedule. I'm looking at, New England, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Denver, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. This team is going to sail by nine and a half. I have them. I have them at 12, 13 wins this year. I think that I feel confident. This is one of the biggest like bets that I think that is going to just going to happen. Baltimore is going to beat this 10, nine and a half win total. Uh, the only thing that stops, I think people forget last year, they were eight and three eight and three before the world came to an end for that team. And they lost six straight yep. to end the season. Okay. If Lamar's healthy, that team wins 11 games hands down. You know what I mean? That's just, that's just being soft. And then people forget yep. like those games at uh, Lamar. What about that game against, was it the chiefs last year? He single-handedly willed that team to victory with these receivers that people often criticize. They, they might not have the best receiving core. They don't. They do have a phenomenal tight end. They have a great running back crew. Um, Gus Edwards and, and J.K. Dobbins are back there, and I think it's going to be a incredible dynamic duo there. Yeah. But this team is much better than people are giving it credit for right now. I think they easily. You're right. I two or three games up on the on the Bengals is a, is a no brainer for me. Like it's just it's a no brainer. Again, I just. I don't know. I, I know the numbers at nine and a half and I know it's just, it, it's, it blows my mind. This team is plus money to win the division. I think that's a smash for me as well. Um, I, I just, I cannot see this team not winning this division. I mean, the only way that I would even consider this team not winning this division is if we if were Lamar six, gets hurt. Well, if Lamar gets hurt and we were getting 16 games out of Deshaun Watson. So that's, that's the only two things that would factor into me uh, being hesitant, but I am confident in this uh, Ravens team uh, I think they, they they could start this season 7-0 going into Tampa Bay. Um, I mean, the only game that I'm worried about is Buffalo, but they're playing Buffalo at home. It's going to be a dogfight. Yeah. Um, I think when we're talking at the end of the season, we're talking about two teams that are vying for the one seed. It's Buffalo and Baltimore. And I, and I know there's the whole entire teams in the ASC West that are that, that, that are in that conversation. But for me, I'm just going to beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, and that's and that's why I think that their win titles at 10 11 top. So with that, it's just it's kind of crazy to me that we're here um now and I just their Ravens seems really good. And I don't care what anybody says about it. I just I'm confident. Like this is one of the ones that I looked at, circled, and said smash. Like it's yep. it's a no-brainer for me. Um 
with that being said, folks, we had football this past weekend. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's crazy. We're inching closer and closer. Um, we've got two more divisions to touch on that. We have the East divisions over the next two weeks. And then, uh, like I said, before the season starts, we're going to rehash all of these. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to put them all back on the table um, and we're just going to kind of go through them, give you one big episode where we talk about each. We're not going to go in depth or anything like that. We're just going to go team by team, whether we're going to go over, under. And then I'm going to keep an Excel spreadsheet of it. And um, at the end of the season, we'll rehash that as well. And we'll talk about where we are at in those. And uh, that should be fun to kind of go back in time and see the Ravens finish like seven and, uh, you know, 10. And as you're like, well, we were confident. We were confident. You know what I mean? And when the Bears finish three and 14, I'm like, I'm going to play the episode back just like that part and be like, ah, I told you so. Or Clarkson will flip it on me either or. But uh, we're having fun with these. <laughs> Uh, but like I said, that's the schedule leading up to the NFL season. We have the uh, the East divisions the next two weeks. And then after that, we're going to have one big episode of the over-under. And then we'll probably have one big uh, episode where we talk about the playoffs and maybe some, you know, prop bets for the season that we like. So, um, and maybe we'll give some Super Bowl picks. Um, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the football season. Um the difference between betting on football and betting on baseball is you're betting on like three days a week and yeah. <laughs> baseball, <laughs> baseball is a grind. It yeah. is a grind. Um, but with that being said, make sure to follow Clarkson over on Twitter at Chris Clarkson 91. Follow myself at Ricky Blair underscore uh, check out, obviously check out Fox and I talking about these divisions in a fantasy football perspective and uh check out the other shows on the show make sure to check out the music city drive-in there's a bunch of stuff coming up uh up there so with that being said we'll talk to you guys uh next week see you guys next week ohio ready for some quick mental health facts let's go nearly two million ohioans live with a mental health condition in the u.s more than 50 percent of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide so why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.